This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Foo Fighters, big winners at the Grammys on the weekend. Other big winners included Doja Cat, uh, Olivia Rodrigo. Man, the Grammys make me feel old. <laughs> Doja Cat, I could never understand if we're talking about an artist or a, or a cryptocurrency. Honestly, anytime I hear that name. Have you? Did you invest? Did you get in on the ground level with Doja Cat, bud? <laughs> oh, I should have before she blew up at the Grammys. You'd be retired if you had bought Doja Cat early. <laughs> it does totally sound like cryptocurrency. Uh, yeah, I'm not really familiar with a lot of the artists at the Grammys yesterday, and I'm, I'm very thankful I work at a radio station where I do not have to pretend that I am a super a middle-aged man who can't get enough Doja Cat. <laughs> Uh, John Baptiste uh, was a big winner as well. He's uh, he's Stephen Colbert's guy, right? His band leader. Oh, is he? Yeah. Uh, kudos hmm. to John Baptiste winning big at the Grammys yesterday. You know who's really grown on me, though? That Justin Bieber. In what way? I, I just like him. Yeah. I, I like yeah. I like following what he's doing now. I, I do enjoy. Did you see what he's wearing at the Grammys last night? I did. Hilarious. <laughs> He was wearing a suit that look. It's like when you're you're 12 and your grandpa dies and you don't have a suit, so your dad makes you wear one of his suits, and it's like 10 <laughs> sizes too big. True, but times that by 10 because it's like his arms aren't even poking out the butt. Like this is not church attire ready. Like he could not go out in the public wearing that. He looks like he got uh, Tom Hanks bigged. Like he <laughs> he went and saw Gosh. the Zoltar machine uh-huh. and woke up and he was he was suddenly a kid and no longer an adult. A hundred percent because it is it is so it's not even like a few sizes too big and it's like it's it looks you, like it could no be accident. Shaquille O'Neal's suit. <laughs> That Justin His, Bieber was wearing yeah. last night. I, w- I would just love to have seen him inside the Grammys and see how practical it was. Like his, he'd be holding his beer, but through the sleeve, I bet, because <laughs> it's just they're so long. And do you see his shoes? I can't believe I'm talking about Justin Bieber's shoes, but he's wearing platform Crocs. Awesome, they're black Crocs. I don't know. They got like a silver nameplate on the front. It looks like too. So they're probably they probably say something on them, but they're like heightened Crocs, love and they it. look massive on his feet. See, I, that's one of my regrets is not becoming a world famous uh, superstar because I want to be able to dress stupid and people call it fashion. <laughs> <laughs> and then people follow your lead. Yeah. Two it, weeks after the Grammys, you're driving down the streets of LA, you see somebody wearing <laughs> giant suits trying it, to push the, it, the crosswalk button. You or I dressed like that. Our families would organize an intervention. <laughs> they think something was seriously wrong. But when you're a famous celebrity... It's fashion. Yeah. This is the Taz and Jim podcast. Jim, did you hear that uh, your boy might be retiring? Who's my boy? Your boy, Jim Carrey. <laughs> he's he's a fellow Jim. Yeah, yeah, he's my boy. Dumb and Dumber, my favorite, not comedy, favorite movie of all time, probably. Yeah, I know, I know you love his work. So do I. Ace Ventura yeah. when I was in high school and that thing came out. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. We were all talking like this. <laughs> my friends still, if they drop a bomb in a bathroom, still say, do not go in there. Woo! <laughs> that was 30 years ago when that movie came out. Is your number still 911? All righty then. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> He's a legend. He's a legend. Mm-hmm. And and Jim Carrey on the weekend in an interview said that uh, yeah he may be calling it quits. I'm retiring probably. I'm being fairly serious. Yeah. 
Yeah. Really? It depends if the angels bring some sort of script that's written in gold ink that it's going to be really important for people to see. I might continue down the road, but I'm taking a break. I really like my quiet life and I really love putting paint on canvas and I really love my spiritual life. And this is something you might never hear another celebrity say as long as time exists. I have enough. I've done enough. I am enough. Wow. Pretty deep from the do not go in there guy. (laughs) (laughs) The thing was in that interview, he was talking out of his butt the whole time, literally. Do you have a mint? (laughs) Perhaps a banaka? Do you believe him? I don't. I do not believe because he said I'm fairly serious. Well, yeah. Is is Sonic the Hedgehog Part Two the movie he wants to go out on? Because that's In the a one storied career that comes up out this week. Uh, he plays Doctor Eggman in Sonic <laughs> the Hedgehog Two. Classic. I mean, classic video game. Could be worse. He's been in some great movies though. Like you, you think about. Uh, Eternal uh, Sunshine for the whatever. The spotless the, Mind. Spotless Mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, Man on the Moon. Mm-hmm. You know, nominated for the Oscar for that. Did he win the, the Oscar for that? I don't know if he did. Playing Andy but, Kaufman? But you'd my think favorite, you'd think Truman wanna, Show. Truman Show. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. You'd think he'd want to go out on a movie like that and not Dr. Eggman and Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Sometimes you don't have that choice. Forever Dr. Eggman from Sonic the Hedgehog 2. That's how he's, <laughs> that's how he's going out. Mm. Uh, he says he maybe, probably might be retiring. <laughs> this is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Big day here in Ontario, Jim. This is. This is. Officially, online gambling market is open to Ontario gamblers today. I guess there was some American sites you could kind of sneak on and do some gambling. American and elsewhere. I have, <laughs> Dubai. I have buddies who have been gambling online for quite a while. Yeah. I have never... You know that I, I do enjoy gambling. Yeah, yeah. You've, you've, you've been known to drop a dime or two. I, uh, I've never allowed myself to online gamble. It just makes it too easy. Like, would you ever do Poker Stars or any of that? Or what do you mean no. by online gambling? Sports gambling? I, I, any online gambling. The only yeah. online gambling I've done is like my friends will set up a room and we'll play poker. During the pandemic, we play poker against each other on like a, a poker app. Yeah. But I always know the guys I'm playing. I just, computers, man. <laughs> I don't trust them. I don't trust one. them. But it's funny because people are playing uh, online like roulette tables. Like it's a full blown casino. You can now you, you can now do in Ontario. So like basically any game you could play at the casino, you can play online, and it's a Canadian company now. And it's regulated. So yes. so there's checks and taxed. balances. It's taxed as well. So it's generating tax revenue. They estimate that now that Ontario has opened the the online gambling market legally across the province, it could be an eight hundred million dollar a year industry who needs license uh i love i love it too who's partnering it's like okay gambling's coming to canada who's involved well curling canada imagine you're dropping a ton of money on the next tim horton's briar curling canada and other canadian teams are partners with points bet and the company is also working with Trailer Park Boys on a series of online videos and ads. So all the Canadian royalties coming out here. Yeah. Well, you are going to see and hear a lot more advertising for these websites and these these gambling uh, online casinos and sports books 
from mm-hmm. uh, you know mainstream media and 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 known celebrities because yeah it's 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 not a dirty little secret anymore that you're going online and you're gambling it's 100% legal yeah i love it just in time for a world cup I, I'm going to try to control myself, but it's kind of like when a casino moves into towns or the slots or something. You're like, this is great. I better watch myself. <laughs> like, I'm all for this, but boy, oh boy. Yeah. Let's take it easy. I'm glad my house doesn't back onto the casino. <laughs> I'm, you glad, know, you know what it, I'm glad that your you cell still phone's to, always on you. Yeah. You still have to get in the car and drive there, you know? Yeah. So that's a, kind of a, a deterrent from doing it all the time. The online stuff, you just know your limits and play within it, as they you say. Got it. All right, but it is official. The Ontario online gambling market is open today. This is the Taz and Jim podcast. Did you make it through April Fool's Day unscathed, or did you get fooled, Jim? Did you did you see any good ones? Did, you, did anyone try and prank you? No, no, I pranked myself. <laughs> I got COVID. <laughs> April Fools. Um, no, I was in the basement. I didn't see anything. To, I, I feel like the shine is 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 finally falling off. April Fools. I think the internet has turned everybody way too bitter. But right. I did see the Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy Fallon April Fools joke where they swapped late night shows. Yeah, and the audience had no idea. They'd been planning this for a couple years apparently, but then COVID happened and they couldn't pull it <laughs> off. They wanted to do it back in 2020, but they made it happen. Here's a little audio. Kimmel and Fallon trading places on April Fools. Now, here he is, Jimmy Fallon. I am Jimmy Fallon and welcome to the Tonight Show. It's Freaky Friday tonight. Are you figuring out what's happening now? You're noticing what day it is? and uh, Or no, maybe, I don't know. April Fools, everybody. <laughs> we pulled the old switcheroo. And now, Jimmy. You're going to offend the other Jimmy. Uh, <laughs> happy April Fool's Day, everybody. I switched what? places with Jimmy Kimmel. Uh, although, as far as surprises you've seen on ABC this week, this one's a distant second. Um, <laughs> referring to the slap, obviously. Yeah, yeah. It's a decent joke, but why are they uh, calling it out right away? Don't jump on stage and say April Fool's. The joke should be stay in the character or whatever. As Don't acknowledge it for as long as possible. Until the end of the show. Yeah. Well, they did a, they did a great bit uh, where they were together in Kimmel's studio in Los Angeles. And they did a meet and greet where people went to meet Jimmy Kimmel. But Jimmy Fallon kept sneaking in, and uh, people legitimately didn't even notice. They would have a conversation. They'd be sitting on the couch, and they'd be talking to Kimmel. And then Fallon would sneak in and <laughs> mid-conversation and, and keep talking to the person. And some people didn't even realize they had switched. Are they just so starstruck, or is it just their brains not... They're too too nervous to say anything. I think I think it's just that situation is already surreal. Yeah, yeah. And then you might think you're going a little bit crazy seeing 
The wrong Jimmy there, but that was a fun one. Red Hot Chili Peppers were the musical guest on both shows, on Fallon and Kimmel, which is kind of neat. They had their new album that came out on Friday, Unlimited Love, and it was also very cool to see Chad Smith's drum kit. Uh, He had two different uh, skins on the front of his bass drum, uh, paying tribute to Taylor Hawkins from the Foo Fighters. It's time for sports with our sports guy, Devin Peacock. Let's talk hockey. The boys are scoring goals. Matthews getting his 51st on the weekend. Austin Matthews just in a fantastic uh, season right now. He is, I think, going to break the Leafs' all-time record for goals in a season. He's only a couple goals away from that, but he's also in a fantastic little uh, battle right now with Leon Dreisaitl. So last night, Leon Dreisaitl got not just his 100th point, but also his 50th goal of the season. And so Matthews has 51 goals. Dreisaitl has 50 goals on the dot. The race for the Rocket Richard Trophy, I think, is going to be the best award race down the stretch before we get to the playoffs. And while we're talking about record breakers, there's a story that's kind of gotten under your skin about a, a guy who was breaking a record in the NHL only to have it torn out from underneath him. Yeah, Keith Yandel was the NHL's reigning Iron Man. He played 989 games in a row. He was 11 games away from 1,000 in a row on Saturday when the Flyers sat him against the Leafs, which to me is just egregious. He was a healthy scratch. They want to play younger players because they're out of the playoff race. I get it. But you knew how bad the team was at the trade deadline. So move him or release him. He's making only $900,000 a year. So it's not as though it would be difficult to move him in some fashion. To not get to 1,000 games in a row, to me, is criminal. There are some guys who don't play 989 games at all. A lot of guys who don't play that many games, let alone that many games in a row. It's 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 sad. He should have gotten to 1,000 games in a row. And the fact the Flyers could not make that happen they should be ashamed of themselves yeah poor guy he gets through a global pandemic without missing (laughs) a game (laughs) and then gets sat right before the milestone brutal thanks dev Oh, sad news. Sad, but uh, boy, she had a good run. Estelle Harris passed away on Saturday of Natural Causes. She was George Costanza's mom on Seinfeld. Iconic. Yeah, also the voice of Mrs. Potato Head in the Toy Story movies. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but as as George Costanza's mom, like her and Jerry Stiller as George's dad, one of the great comedy combos in sitcom history. Oh, they were so believable. Just the constant bickering. Just like we've all known, I don't know if it's a friend's parents or something like that, but like a couple who's still together over the years, but they constantly argue. Yeah, they they were so good together, I forgot that they weren't a couple in real life. Totally, totally. (laughs) Oh, Joel, what are you doing over there? And I also forget that they're not actually Jason Alexander's parents. True, it's it's so believable, all of it. Yeah. Uh, Their TV son, George Costanza himself, Jason Alexander, posted this online. Quote, one of my favorite people has passed, my TV mama, Estelle Harris. The joy of playing with her and relishing her glorious laughter was a treat. I adore you, Estelle. Love to your family. 
Serenity now and always. <laughs> Hello? Ma! Guess what? Oh, my God. No, it's nothing bad. I'm getting married. Let me talk to her. Uh, hello? Congratulations! I just want you to know that I love your son very much. You do? Yeah. May I ask why? <laughs> Georgie, don't eat with your hands! Why do you eat so fast? You can't even taste it! Don't tell me how to eat! <laughs> oh, it's so nice to have a big, strong spot around the house. Where's my nose? Here it is. Here's your arm. Give me that. Honey, the mustache? I'm packing you an extra pair of shoes and your angry eyes, just in <laughs> case. Rest in peace, Estelle Harris. She's passed away at age 93. This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. What, what do you think of Group F? Uh, they did the big drawing. This is the first time I've ever watched a World Cup group draw before, and the pageantry was incredible. <laughs> what do they have? They're really going all out. It was almost like an opening ceremonies for the Olympics. Like they're they're going all out in Qatar uh, with the uh, with the World Cup. They're they're all over it. They introduced the mascot. They uh, you know lights, uh, crowds. Mm-hmm. It, they were they're doing it up. That's for well, sure. Yeah, if you're not a big uh, World Cup guy. It may surprise you, but it's like the World Cup is almost bigger than the Olympics. You know, I wonder. I wonder as far as how many people watching in total. I it might. It may even be bigger than the Olympics. That's how popular soccer is. <laughs> and my buddy got into it with an Italian soccer fan online on the weekend. Italian soccer fan was complaining that these all these dumb countries like Canada are in the World Cup and Italy's not. Well, like, why is Canada even allowed to be in the World Cup? And my buddy responded, he's like. Yeah, it's almost like they should have a World Cup just for European countries every four <laughs> years. Yeah. And the guy was huh. like, oh, yeah, that's a good point. Okay. <laughs> it's the World Cup. Yeah, and by the way, your country's dumb if they didn't make it. Canada did. It's not dumb. So the group that Canada is in, Group F, Belgium, Morocco, Croatia, and Canada. Okay. Okay, Belgium What makes you Croatia. nervous there? Belgium and Croatia are actually two good teams um, that can be kind of underrated, especially Belgium is very good. Morocco, don't know much about them, probably not very good, probably in the same situation as Canada. Uh, are you Croatia. saying Canada's not very good? Is that what I just heard? Well, they ha- they've had a great tournament so far, but as far as expectations, I don't, I, I, but th- this is actually very promising. I, f- I feel like Canada can make it out of the group stage here. Yeah. Why not? The uh, the <laughs> consensus seems to be it could have been better, but it also could have been worse. Yeah, I'm trying to see what would be considered the group of death here. I'm just scrolling through. I didn't get a chance to look at it earlier. Not, uh, hmm, Portugal. No, all, these are pretty pretty well spread out. I don't think there is a big group of death here. Maybe the Brazil Switzerland uh, group. Well, it's going to be fun to watch. Canada World Cup coming up in November. And uh, we are going to be leaving the show, going right to the bar to watch the boys play. <laughs> I do love it that even though it's the World Cup, Canadians still can't wait for Canada to play the U.S. in World Cup soccer. <laughs> They're still our rival. This is the Taz and Jim podcast. Big day here in Ontario, Jim. This is. This is. Officially, online gambling market is open to Ontario gamblers today. I guess there was some American sites you could kind of sneak on and do some gambling. 
American and elsewhere. I have, <laughs> Dubai. I, I have buddies who have been gambling online for quite a while. Yeah. I have never... You know that I, I do enjoy gambling. Yeah, yeah. You, you've, you've been known to drop a dime or two. I, uh, I've never allowed myself to online gamble. It just makes it too easy. Like, would you ever do Poker Stars or any of that? Or what do you mean no. by online gambling? Sports gambling? I, I, any online gambling. The only yeah. online gambling I've done is like my friends will set up a room and we'll play poker. During the pandemic, we play poker against each other on like a, a poker app. Yeah. But I always know the guys I'm playing. I just, computers, man. <laughs> I don't trust them. I don't trust one. them. But it's funny because people are playing uh, online like roulette tables. Like it's a full blown casino. You can now you, you can now do in Ontario. So like basically any game you can play at the casino, you can play online, and it's a Canadian company now. And it's regulated. So yes. so there's checks and taxed. balances. It's taxed as well. So it's generating tax revenue. They estimate that now that Ontario has opened the the online gambling market legally across the province, it could be an eight hundred million dollar a year industry who needs license uh fees i love i love it too who's partnering it's like okay gambling's coming to canada who's involved well curling canada imagine you're dropping a ton of money on the next tim horton's briar curling canada and other canadian teams are partners with points bet and the company is also working with Trailer Park Boys on a series of online videos and ads. So all the Canadian royalties coming out here. Yeah. Well, you are going to see and hear a lot more advertising for these websites and these these gambling uh, online casinos and sports books from mm -hmm. uh, you know mainstream media and 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 known celebrities because yeah, it's 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 not a dirty little secret anymore that you're going online and you're gambling it's 100 percent legal yeah i love it just in time for a world cup i i'm going to try to control myself but it's kind of like when a casino moves into towns or the slots or something you're like this is great i better watch myself <laughs> like i'm all for this but boy oh boy yeah let's take it easy i'm glad my house doesn't back on to the casino <laughs> I'm you glad know, you know what I'm glad that your you cell phone's to, always on you. Yeah, you still have to get in the car and drive there, you know? Yeah. So that's a kind of a a deterrent from doing it all the time. The online stuff, you just know your limits and play within it as they you say. Got it. All right, but it is official the Ontario online gambling market is open today. This is the Taz and Jim podcast. Jim, I I uh, got to tell you about the fool I was made uh, on Friday. Oh, really? Yeah. Someone my, pulled one over on you. I, I don't know how intentional this whole thing was, but I was definitely a fool. So Friday, I had to take an Uber to work. Okay? Mm -hmm. uh, the Thursday evening before, I went to look for my car key um, because I like to be prepared. So when I get up in the morning, I can just leave the house. No worries. I line everything up get my food ready, get my wallet, keys flown, all in, in one spot so I can head out the door early in the morning. Couldn't find my car key anywhere on Thursday. Hmm. So I, I enlist the family's help. I'm like, can you guys help me look for my key? And I started to suspect my daughter knew something about it. She's two years old. Um, she can talk a little bit, but 
uh, I wasn't getting much out of her. I'd just say, have you seen Daddy's Key? And she'd be like, yes. And then she'd start (laughs) laughing and run away, right? I ain't saying nothing. (laughs) So I I assume that she got a hold of my key and put it somewhere. I wasn't freaking out. I figured it was in the house somewhere. Um, But Friday rolls around. Still don't have my key. I don't have a spare. I couldn't use my car. It really makes you realize how useless a car is when you can't start it. <laughs> yeah, good point. <laughs> uh, I get home on Friday, take a nap. My son comes knocking on the door to the bedroom. He's like, Daddy, Daddy, wake up. I found the key. So this is now Friday afternoon. I'm like, buddy, you better not be joking. Did you really find the key? He's like, yeah. Oh, I forgot to mention, I promised whoever finds the key gets $20. Oh, that's a big one. Yeah. If you find the key, you get $20. He's like, Daddy, I found the key. Where's my $20? I'm like, buddy, I will give you, gladly give you $20. Thank you so much. Where was the key? It was in the Kleenex box. So we had a Kleenex box on the uh, kitchen table. Yeah. And somebody put the key in the Kleenex box that was full of Kleenex. Yeah. So I assume, okay, my two-year-old put the key in there. I'm like, did Amelia put it in there? He's like, yeah, she might probably, Daddy. That's uh, probably what happened. Later at dinner, he lets it slip that, no, Daddy, I put the key in there to do an April Fool's joke on you, and then I forgot I put it in there. He did want him. He it was a fool. Like it was an April Fool's joke. But then he forgot where he put it. And then he's still trying to collect on this twenty dollar reward for the key. Oh, that is hilarious. So he got himself into a hilarious predicament. So yes, he did April Fool you, but then he got so excited he forgot how to reveal <laughs> that he April fooled you. He forgot he put <laughs> it he in there. His twenty bucks, and he couldn't remember where to get it for the twenty bucks. So what do you think? Do I give the kid the twenty dollars? Absolutely not. You yeah, could not. Yeah, because I don't need him hiding the key and holding it for ransom moving forward. Yes. Yeah, anytime he needs some cash. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe I'll give him a five. It's so funny that he couldn't couldn't keep the secret, though. He couldn't keep the secret at the dinner table. Kids are so innocent. Yeah, he let it slip out. Uh, Daddy, I hid the key. It was an April Fool's Day joke. What? Where's my $20? (laughs) Doesn't work like that, son. This is the Taz and Jim podcast. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the ring.